Welcome to the Fleet FYI's podcast, the weekly podcast by Utilimark that reveals how you can make the most of your data for smarter fleet management. My name is Gretchen, and every week I'll be sharing with you not only over two decades worth of data insights, but some of the industry's hottest talking points and key metric analysis with the aim to help you better understand your fleet from every angle. Before we begin, if this is the first time you've heard our show, Thanks for stopping by. Once you finish today's episode, if you could take a few minutes to leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform, I would really appreciate it. Give us a rating, five stars, I hope, or tell us what you liked or leave us a comment or a question about what you've heard in today's episode. If we haven't yet covered a topic that you're interested in hearing more about, let us know. We would be happy to go over it in detail in a later episode. Let's dig in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Fleet FYS podcast. I'm super excited that you decided to come back and join me for another week chatting about all things fleet and all things FYIs. Anyways, before I start today's episode, I just wanted to draw your attention to a super cool resource that I did mention last week, but I just wanted to make sure that you have every opportunity to get your hands on it because it is really just that great. Our annual industry fleet compensation report just dropped two weeks ago, and I really want you to get your hands on it. It's available for free to download on the Utilimark website. You can go to utilimark.com, U-T-I-L-I-M-A-R-C.com forward slash fleet industry compensation with dashes in between the words. Now, if you haven't gotten your hands on it already, I would seriously suggest that you do so. It's got all the goods inside. You're able to find out not only the average salary for 2020 but also different education opportunities, reimbursement, benefits, and compensation packages, all of the details, they are all inside, and I can't wait for you to take a peek. So if you haven't already, don't walk, make sure you run, it'll be waiting for you. Now let's dig into the show. I am super excited to talk to you guys today about what I like to call a 360 degree view of sustainability. Now, I've said it once, well, really, (laughs) I've said it many times on this show, sustainability can mean something totally different for each distinct organization, especially when it comes to how they approach it. This can include assessing a fleet for EV readiness, considering alternative fuels for internal combustion engines, or evaluating how a fleet compares to others in the industry when it comes to greenhouse gas emission reduction and idle time. Now, I'd like to remind you that sustainability and the efforts done to further this movement have never been and will never be a one-size-fits-all approach. What works for one say, for example, the adoption of electric vehicles and renewable diesel 
may not work as well as a hybridification or hybrid adoption and idle time reduction for another. Now, my point is, is that for fleets, this pressure can be overwhelming to go green or to become sustainable, right? We've all felt it, especially over the last few years. It's all the industry is talking about, especially as transportation is considered the greatest contributor to greenhouse gas emissions in the United States at 29% of all emissions contribution. It can come directly from consumers demanding accountability. This pressure can come from local legislation and mandates, or sometimes it's just to meet company-specific social responsibility goals. But regardless of the motive, more and more organizations are bringing on dedicated sustainability teams to push initiatives with immediate action and implementing new policies at every level today. But what exactly is a holistic approach to sustainability? Why this 360-degree view? Well, that's exactly what I wanted to get into today. I'm sure you know that so many fleets around the world have committed to lowering their carbon emissions by 2030 or by 2050. Some have even committed to carbon neutrality as a whole concept. And these aren't smaller mom and pop shops that we're talking about. You know, we're talking about major corporations like General Motors, FedEx, Delta, and Shell. But the question is, how are they actually getting there? Some of the ways that organizations and more specifically the fleets that belong to them do this is by making use of their data to monitor their progress, compare performance against industry standards, right-size their fleet, and stay informed and compliant with legislation. This concept as a whole is called future-proofing, and we've talked a bit about it on the show before, but today I wanted to bring it together with sustainability and what exactly that means. So today, sustainability has also become a major element of this future-proofing concept, and one could almost argue that they're essential to the other. At its core, the idea and goal of sustainability is to, ca- is to carry out our actions and meet our needs without jeopardizing the ability of future generations to do the same. Sustainability looks to ensure and protect the possibility of future success as much as immediate success. And in reality, this is really the same goal as future-proofing, is it not? I mean, if you could stay profitable and make sure that you're also doing what's right by the environment, it sounds like a pretty good idea. At least... I think so. But because we at Utilimark work with so many fleets to achieve short-term and long-term success, what I can tell you is just how imperative but daunting sustainability can seem. We run into it every day. The term is constantly thrown around and it can have varying meanings in a variety of contexts. So let me make it simple for you. We like to break it down into three primary categories, operational efficiency, emissions reduction, and cost savings. And that's what makes up this 360-degree view that I've been talking about. It's holistic, it's approachable, and it makes room for a variety of approaches so long as targets are achieved. So let's break it down here, because again, I don't want it to seem too daunting, right? So in simple terms, operational efficiency is ensuring that day-to-day operations are as efficient as possible and that Basically, we're trying to make sure that essential functions for waste reduction and limiting the amount of resources used 
to be able to get the job done is actually achievable. Using fleet data to measure resource allocation is one of the ways a fleet manager can improve efficiency across the board. This can include utilization, fuel consumption, route optimization, staffing, and so much more. And additionally, if you look at the way that fleet managers can compare fleet productivity against industry benchmarks, they can also gauge whether or not their fleet is as efficient as others that are similar to them. Same industry, same asset mix, you know. And instead of deploying more trucks, a fleet could potentially get more use out of the ones they already have. Similarly, these same managers can also determine whether or not current vehicle routes can be optimized in order to achieve greater productivity with less fuel consumption. Along those same lines, in terms of reduction of consumption, reduction of greenhouse gas emissions is another major element of both sustainability and future-proofing. So most, and or I should say more legislation and company-specific policies are including goals of carbon neutrality. And the idea is that they'll be reached in the upcoming decades. Some cities like London and Barcelona and Milan even have some low emission zones protecting their greater metropolitan areas. You've probably heard about those on this show before, too. If you haven't, make sure you go and listen to those episodes. Pop them in the queue for when this one's done. But some are also implementing renewable diesel and alternative fuels, and others are even turning to EVs or idle reduction strategies. But it goes without saying, and this is this is the common theme amongst all of this. It's also a key pillar, but I'll say it's the common theme predominantly. Cost savings is another key to fleet success and longevity, which is exactly what I think the term sustainability really means. Like I said, you're able to be around for the long run, you're able to remain profitable, and you're also benefiting the environment and doing good for your surrounding areas of operation. Now, luckily, fleets can utilize their data to create capital reduction strategies and identify waste reduction opportunities. And all in all, effective cost-saving strategies kills two birds with one stone. While you're lowering costs, it's essential for the success of a business. It also results in the usage of less resources and ultimately less waste. It's good all around. So there you go. That's why it's the common theme between operational efficiency and also emissions reduction, whilst also making up one of the key pillars in itself. But anyways, I would love to hear if you have any questions about what the 360 degree view of sustainability really means. What do you think? Are you curious about it? Is it a theory that intrigues you? Is it an approach that you like? Does it leave room for the approach that you're currently taking? Let me know. I'd love to hear your thoughts. You can always send me an email. You can tag me on LinkedIn. You can use the hashtag UtilimarkFleetFYI. So you can even send me a carrier pigeon because you all know how much I love those. And before we wrap up for today, I just wanted to remind you that if you haven't already, I would love if you would leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. I happen to like Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but that's just me because I'll let you in on a little secret. It really helps me out and it helps more folks like you find our show, which is great all around. So like I said, if you have any questions about today's episode, or if you feel like leaving a review, make sure you let us know. Either way, I'd love to hear from you. One more announcement before I wrap this week's episode up. Next week, we will be in Louisville, Kentucky for the Utility Expo. So if you are going to be heading down to Louisville, make sure you find one of us and stop us and say hello. I'll even be doing some small little interviews on the go. So if you are interested in being on Fleet FYI's, come find me. It'll be fun. It'll be great. I'm excited. All right. That is all from me this week. I will speak to you next Friday on another episode of Utilimark Fleet FYI's. Ciao.
there. It's me again. I think it's time to cue the virtual high five because you've just finished listening to another episode of the Fleet FYI's podcast. If you're already wanting more on all things fleet and vehicle technology, head over to utilimark.com, which is utilimark with a C, U-T-I-L-I-M-A-R-C.com for this episode's show notes and extra insights coming straight from our analyst to you. That's all from me this week. So until next time, I'll catch you later.